welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts, Patrick Bannis and Andy Liaskos. Come on in. Once again, to From the Outside Looking In, the show where we explore each other's feelings, we learn to listen to one another, and we learn to understand. No, I'm just messing with you. We Oh, wow, that was a big... Bah! I went really loud with that one, but that's all right, Pat. Uh, anyways, welcome <laughs> from the outside look again. We don't care about each other's feelings or anyone's feelings for that matter. Uh, we are very, very non-empathetic on this podcast. But what we do do is we discuss geek culture from a non-geeky perspective or non-geek culture from a geeky perspective. Whatever. We like sci-fi. We like comic books. We like movies. We like beer. We like sports. And we talk about those things. I... And Andy Liascos with me as always, the Connor Bedard to my Corey Perry, Mr. Oh, Patrick Bannis, <laughs> definitely not not Connor Bedard's mom. Yeah. <clears throat> Melanie Bedard is a bit of a wow. Uh, but none of that is true. None of that is true. I, I will say. What? Uh, yeah. No, no, none of that is true. Corey, Corey Perry, Perry just got cut anyway. He, no, he had a drinking problem, and he made some inappropriate gestures to a uh, Blackhawks employee while, like, corporate heads were uh, equally bad. around. Yeah, no, no, it's not good. It's not like Corey Perry did anything good and was yeah. like, yeah, just let go. Uh, but, yeah, he didn't bang Connor Bedard's mom. Oh, man, that's a, it's a, it's a much better story, though. Yeah, well, you remember, like, uh, on the Senators, like— um, Eric Nicholson, uh, no, not my boss, Eric Carlson, uh, legendary defenseman, um, his uh, his uh, line mate, right? Like he's, uh, you know, I think it was his defensive pair was like sleeping with his wife or something like Oof. that. Yeah, Oof. yeah, it, it was a it was a weird situation. Yeah, it happens As, a lot in sports. Let's be honest. Yeah. As uh, well, yeah, especially ho- hockey players are scumbags. As uh. As Riley and Jonesy, I think once said in Letter Kenny, <laughs> right? Hockey players like lead the league in Eiffel Towering. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> ah, I digress. I digress. I don't know Please what I'm talking do. about anymore. All right, Pat, how you doing, bud? Oh man, I'm good. Uh, you know, took a half day from work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Went to the pub. Ooh. Watched the Hamburg Derby. The Hamburg Ooh, Derby. The ha- Hamburg Derby. For those who don't know, the Hamburg Derby is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You want to tell them? You want me to tell them? I was like, what you're going to tell them. Hamburg, yeah. Germany, right? 
Yeah. It's a race in Hamburg, Germany. It's, it's the not derby. a race. It's not a race. It's the, no, it's the derby. <laughs> There's the Kentucky Derby. There's the Hamburger Derby. Uh, see, in Europe, these derbies are not races. They are uh, football matches. Uh, yeah, AKA I knew soccer. it was going to be. I knew it was going to be soccer. Between the soccer. two biggest clubs in Hamburg, uh, Hamburger SV and uh, uh, FC Saint Pauli. Uh, of whom I am a, a fan. So, yeah, you know, Why good couldn't times. it be Hamburg, ha- Hamburg SD versus Hamburg HD? Yeah, well, you know, because it's Europe. I can't afford that. Fucking idiots. Yeah, so, you know, now I'm like, I'm home and, you know, I'm getting ready for my third beer. A little third brewski. I'm home from the pub, so now I can start drinking seriously. Yep, exactly. So... You know, enjoying life. Uh, trying to get this new technology sorted out. Uh, last night I went and got me a, a traded in my phones. It got me a, a fancy iPhone 15 Pro. Yeah. And, you didn't uh, even just go standard iPhone 15. You want an iPhone 15 Pro. Yeah, no. Uh, I have been so mad at the uh, camera in the, the the 12 mini that I'm like, I'm just, give me, give me the good stuff. Let's have some good yep. stuff. Yep, yep. I'm with you. So I went big. But uh, this thing has now no more lightning ports. It's all USB-C, which is, you know, good in its own right. But now nothing I have at home works with it. Yeah. Yep. That will happen. So we're trying to do this as best as we can. We're getting through. We're getting through. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pat, uh, other than do we have any news? How's that? How's that? What, What IPA you sipping on over there, buddy? Little uh, hazy little thing. Oh, hazy little thing called IPA. Yeah, a little Sierra Nevada hazy little thing. Yeah. Can never yeah. go wrong there. Oh, Pat, did we tell the world that we want to uh, uh, show together? Was that something that we had a conversation about or not? No, we went to a show together. We did. We did. We did go to a show together. I don't think we mentioned it. No, we uh, did not mention it yet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Pat and I do, uh, tend to go out to concerts from time to time. That is another thing that we enjoy. Um, and, uh, we recently, I went to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and, uh, we, uh, saw spiritualized. Uh, that was our latest outing. That was a, uh, fantastic time. I must say. Yeah. The boys went and saw spiritualized, went to the record store, uh, what was the name of that club? Fancy uh, Frank's. What was it? The Re- Record Attic or something? Oh, the, the Re- Attic. Yeah, that, the Attic. That, it's called yeah, the Attic. That, yeah, that store was dope. What was the name of the venue? It was like Fancy Frank's Fancy <laughs> It's Fancy Frank's Fancy Pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Small's Funhouse. Oh, I don't think it was the Smalls. I don't think it was the Funhouse. It's actually Mr. Small's, which is an old church. The Funhouse is a small... Uh, it was like a small, uh, it's a smaller venue inside that venue. But yeah, yeah. 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 So it, it was a cool, uh, cool venue. Uh, second time I've seen Spiritualized in a converted church, uh, which is neat. All right. I saw them uh, at the shelter in Detroit uh, back in the 90s, and that was super cool. Uh, they did a, a, a great set, great show. Um, super enjoyed it you know enjoyed uh hanging out with uh the 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 banus uh in his uh home environment in the uh, berg so, in the berg uh yeah so that was a you know nice little trip 
right? I think the next concert we're going to is is Maiden, right? Uh, next November, right? For now, it's next November. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, any, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the coolest thing about this show, uh, there was no opening act. Yep. Uh, they came on at like 8.30. Mm-hmm. And the show was done by like 10.30. Yeah. What a great, what a great night for guys in their thirties and forties, right? Yeah, I mean, like, and, and there are plenty of people there in their fifties. We were just wrapping it up, like it's a great. I'm gonna be asleep by eleven thirty at yep. night. It's yep. pretty awesome. I could uh, go I, to work in the morning. Yeah, I I didn't tell you I had a hankering for something to eat when I got back to the hotel. Okay. The hotel is right next to uh, a Wendy's, right? And I yeah, was like, yeah. "Well, I, you know, I'm off my diet for the weekend. Like, nice. let me just let let me just go get a JBC. <laughs> just gotta get a Junior Bacon <laughs> cheeseburger. Just one, just one. Just call it a night, right? And um, so I go over, I walk over to Wendy's. It was way colder than I thought it was gonna be, so I'm freezing. The fucking the thing is closed, and I don't want to pull my car out to go. So then I had to fucking uh, uh, door dash. Yeah, fucking a, a junior bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's <laughs> to the hotel. Because at that point, I was committed to getting yeah. the fucking junior bacon cheeseburger. Um, so yeah, so that happened, and that was uh, yeah, that was a, that was a fun time. It was a time, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pat, um, are, are we just hopping right into it, or do we have any? Uh, I got one other thing weird? I wanted to. Uh, I, I got one other thing we were going to talk about real quick, and then we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, I did want to uh, I did want to point out that um, I think it was what was it Saturday this past Saturday our favorite our favorite Chicago boy uh, CM Punk uh, he came back to the WWE uh, big scenes uh, there were some rumors that. He was going to come back to the WWE for uh, the Survivor Series event, uh, which was in Chicago. Um, they had discussed it. Uh, the The setup for the match so that the Survivor Series had consisted of two War Games matches, which are steel cage matches, double ring steel cage matches, always a favorite. Uh, the men's team, uh, one of the men's teams was lacking a member. Uh, so there was a lot of uh, a lot of rumor and innuendo. Who could, Who it, could be? it be? Who could it be? So to um, so to put that to bed, the Monday Night Raw before the show, uh, I guess uh, team captain uh, Cody Rhodes announced that his buddy Randy Orton was going to return. He had been out for eighteen months because he had double uh, was it double fusion surgery on his back. Um, but he did, he did come back. Um, so he comes back, he looks great. He's in shape. He's jacked. Uh, the good guys, this is Randy Orton, Randy Orton. Yeah. The good guys win. They're in the ring. They are, uh, celebrating. (laughs) Um, the camera pans out. They show the, uh, they show like the, the, the ending cry on, you know, survivor series, whatever. Then all of a sudden, Oh, the cult of personality starts playing, yeah. The place blow the roof comes off. Just I actually watched this event like like a day or two later. 
I think it was like a day later because I had to see this. Um, the roof, like the roof came off. The place went bananas. CM Punk comes out, um, uh, you know, messes with the crowd, does his little thing. Um, then the show, you know, he's out there for maybe five minutes and the show goes off the air. There's a little bit of, you know, there's a little bit of wow. stuff afterwards. The camera got some shots of a very incensed, uh, Seth Rollins who was making gestures and flipping people off and things like that. But, um, pretty wild that, uh, CM Punk comes back to the WWE who he had left, uh, very acrimoniously, what, 10 plus years ago yeah went to aew had a bunch and, of things going on so this is now the third major star from aew to jump ship to uh the wwe cody rhodes was one of them he's in he's been like their number two baby face for most of that time uh former women's tnt champion jade cargill who is like a phenomenal fitness personality i guess mm -hmm. um she jumped ship uh, a couple months ago, she's in their developmental program getting some training, but uh, here's CM Punk. So just all the cool stuff we wanted to happen in AEW is never going to happen. And it's just, you know, hell hath frozen over. Welcome back, CM Punk, uh, to the WWE. Uh, that's amazing. Also, welcome back, Randy Orton, uh, you know. Who's a longtime fave of mine? Yeah, the rattlesnake. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's fucking great. Um, so yeah, no, that's awesome. Good important update. Survivor Series, big things happening over at the WWE. Um, I've not watched that Yokozuna documentary yet, but I want to do that. Uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I want to get. I mean, it's good, it's but it's also it's good but sad. Oh yeah, for sure. It's fucking Yokozuna. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all right. Other than that, I think it's time we talk maybe a little bit about some movies, movies books, and, and, records and TV stuff. shows Comic and going and to show novels. concerts and, oh, wow, is that a skateboard? Nickelodeon. <laughs> I think that's the, the best remix ever, yeah, yeah. Time for the mixed media moment, guys. Could yeah, you tell? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to it uh, this week. We're going to stay on track, stay on target, stay on topic. <laughs> and we're going to get to talking about what we were meant to talk about at the last show, which was, what, like three weeks ago now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. We're close to getting on the every other week schedule. We really we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we are going to talk uh, 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 Disney's uh, latest uh, Star Wars show, Ahsoka. Uh, now, Ahsoka was the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker, and uh, in this new show, she had appeared in uh, the Mandalorian, uh, I think seasons two and three, if not season two, season three. I don't know. I forget. Um, yeah. Or if not season three, season two. She was in one of the seasons of Mandalorian. I don't know. It, I, th that all runs together for me. That's just who I am. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was her, uh, her first uh, season of her new show. All right. Uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Uh, I think Filoni is the main creative uh, force behind this. Uh, Favreau was a producer um, and the show follows Ahsoka after the events of the animated series rebels. Uh, where she is uh, tracking down Thrawn, uh, Adm Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, but as well as tracking down Ezra, who were uh, 
teleported away to a different dimension by or different galaxy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. By the um, star whales. Yeah, this was so. So all the episodes were written by Filoni, which is you know pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it is you know a story of Ahsoka, our uh, protagonist, um, against her uh, toughest antagonist to date, um, Sabine Wren. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think Sabine is the antagonist of the story. She's uh, just. I, I mean, I, I had to disagree. Like when you look at this in like when you look at this, when you take a wide angle view at this at every at every turn, Sabine is like just messing everything up. I mean, to the point where like by the end. And I don't want to go too, you know, I don't want to spoil it too far. But, you know, by the end, she's like stranded in another galaxy. Ah Ahsoka and Sabine are, yeah. I you mean, know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so uh, you know, Ahsoka has her sole focus is stopping the return of the Empire, right? And Primarily Sabine... uh, Grand Elmer Thrawn, right? Yeah, right, right. Which is, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's what she sees as the biggest threat. Sabine's sole focus is really finding Ezra. Yeah. And she really doesn't care about Thrawn. And, you know, it's, you know, in this story, Sabine, after the events of Rebels, at some point mu must have became uh, the Padawan learner of uh, Ahsoka, even though she's not forced, you know, not very strong in as a force sensitive, right. uh, which is, which is odd, but she is a Mandalorian. She's, you know, she's good with the blade or whatever, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So, they, you know, they're, they're both the protagonist of the story, right. But they have different drives, right. So um, I don't consider Sabine the antagonist or foil uh, to Ahsoka. Right. Uh, but since they're not on the, same page and they're working at at different goals right yeah i right. mean like uh neither of them truly get what they want yeah i mean yeah i i just there is a there's a part there's a big part of this and, and so i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to begin by immediately like tearing this thing down there is a lot of really awesome stuff in this series i mean ahsoka period awesome you have some really good fun flashbacks with her and Anakin. Very cool. Um, yeah. A lot of the space, the world building is really cool. Um, you know, getting to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, yeah. and, and and the Witches and of Dathomir. The Witches of Dathomir, Ezra, Mortis, right? Like, you get to see all of this stuff. Yeah, it's uh, all really cool. And Hu Yen, right, uh, voiced by David Tennant. Uh, is, awesome. Is, super awesome um and also uh what's her face um what's the what's the what's the night sister's name not the one um well uh, you one mean that... um you mean elsbeth yeah yeah elsbeth yeah. i can't, i'm trying to remember who plays her in this but um it, it's elsbeth yeah yeah so that's uh that's bruce lee's like grandniece what yeah for real yeah oh yeah. wow yeah yeah oh yeah, cool that's, that's 
that's what I was throwing out there, right? Um, so yeah, so uh, some some of the stuff with Ahsoka and Sabine uh, can get to be a little much, uh, right? Uh, Sabine's character, um, not my favorite adaptation. Of, okay. Yeah, I mean, of uh, even Sabine in Rebels uh, was, uh, you know, I, th- I feel like she was a little better, but um, there are a couple of things that, you know, I personally, um, you know, there, there was no real explanation of the uh, world between worlds, which shows up, right? But we don't really get much of that, right? And um, so I'm hoping there's some more deeper myth building or a deeper dive into the mythos associated there uh in season two uh but i also understand you know you know dave filoni when doing the clone wars you know he did that over you know seven seasons and the first you know four seasons had 23 episodes each you know what i mean so it, it, it was a is a, a lot longer of a story right um but basically what we do is we find uh Ahsoka tracking down uh, Elspeth, right? Um, who she knows is working on finding a path or a sort of map to yeah, right. Admiral Thrawn. Uh, and she, uh, Ahsoka gets to one of these, uh, basically what we find out later is um, uh, a knight sister of Dathomir, one of the uh, Dathomirian witches. It's like one of their temples, Right? right, like an ancient, the ruins of an ancient temple. She defeats some guards. Pretty kick-ass battle scenes, right? Uh, she gets this thing, and it has like some arts and engravings. She can't figure out, so she's like, "Well, you know who I know that's super arty is Sab- <laughs> <it's> Sabine, <laughs> right? Because Sabine like used to spray paint stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so she's got that artist side. Uh, and then you know, so she goes to um. Lothal, right? Uh, shouts to rebels, uh, <laughs> which all happened down Lothal. Um, and yeah, so, you know, she's like, uh, I need to understand, like, what's this, right? I, I don't even really get what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, like, some, some of this plot is, yeah, like, some of this plot is me because I haven't watched it in a while. And some of the plot is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and Sabine's like, you left me, or I don't know. Sabine seems mad for some reason, and Ahsoka she's standoffish. always mad. Yeah, she, Sabine's always mad, and Ahsoka always has her arms folded for the first five episodes of the six episode. Very disapproving. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so there's this, <laughs> there's this, you know, and I, I think David Tennant's Huen, you know, comments on and, and Hera, which uh, Hera, the actress that plays Hera, uh, Star Wars tie-in by she dates uh, uh, Ewan McGregor in real life. So in real life, she is dating uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Mary El- Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I didn't really. So so you're right. It's it's Diana Lee in San in Asanto. In Asanto, yes. And she looks like a Lee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I've seen her in other things, but I, I had no idea she was, you know. Yeah, she's the grand niece of Bruce Lee. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the I mean, the series starts off uh, really good. Um, you know, the first episode, you we meet Balin. Uh, yeah, Balin's skull is a, such a great character. He's such a, a great character. So we meet we meet Balin's skull and his apprentice Shin Hati. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. They are jailbreaking uh, Elsbeth. Yes. 
from a um, New Republic frigate. Right. So this is so this is awesome. You get to see Balin, um, you know, Ray Stevenson, uh, Rip. Yep. Rips to Ray Stevenson. Um, so sad that after, you know, this series, he passes away. He's, and he's so good in the series. Oh, he's yeah. Sucks. Phenomenal. I mean, I mean Balin's skull was my favorite part of the series. Hands down. Yeah. Very yeah. good. So uh, that was kind of sad. But, you know, they're. Elsbeth is Elsbeth is chasing down uh, a star map to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, Ahsoka meets with Hera, where they figure out that there's like there's this star map, but it's locked, and like and everybody's like, well, you know, she can jailbreak it or whatever. If you if you talk to Sabine, she'll jailbreak it, um, which is like you know whatever. Um, so. And, and this is, and I don't know, this is the first, the end of the episode is the first of many instances of, of Sabine being this antagonist that I don't want in this series, but this is her, this is her thing. And it never, unfortunately, there's never a redemption arc. She's standoffish. She's like, I'm going to take this map. And they're like, no, I don't want you to take this map. Uh, we need to keep it safe. She takes it and it gets stolen from her. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, no, it's definitely a thing uh, with with Sabine and like, you know, yeah, there is no she never becomes the Padawan she should be. Whether Ahsoka is the master that she should be. Right. Um, You know, one of the things that Ahsoka is dealing with is is the legacy of her master. True. Right. Uh, you know, she knows that Anakin, you know, ha- has fallen, you know, had fallen so hard that he became Darth Vader and, you know, wiped out the entire, you know, that's her master. That's her right. lineage. Right. Yeah. And that that's something like uh, so Balin's skull, uh, which there's there's a lot of reasons why I like this series. Right. And we don't have to go through, you know, each episode episodically. Right. Um, uh, but there's um, there's a few things that I really like in Balin's skull is, and, um, uh, his apprentice are definitely, uh, uh, one of those things that I really, really like because they, even though they're dark side users, right. They identify as Jedi. They're truly dark Jedi. They're not Sith. Sith are Mm -hmm. a completely different cult, right. They're basically fallen Jedi. Yeah. They're dark Jedi. Right. So they're, they're, you know, there's, there's, you know, uh, constructs in this uh, in this greater Star Wars mythos of you know pure Jedi, gray Jedi, which you might say like Qui Gon was a good example of a gray Jedi, okay. right? Who wasn't dogmatic to the uh, the Jedi rules, right? right? And then there's dark Jedi who are like, yeah, you can use any aspect of the Force that you want, yeah, you know, as long as you're you're as long as you get it goal. done, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Balin Skull. And um, what's her name? Shati. Um, uh, Shinhati. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> called her shitty. No, Shinhati. Right. No, those um, two words. There's a space in there. You... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they identify as Jedi, right? Because when when they're talking about um, Sabine, right? You know. Uh, 
she asks, uh, you know, Balin's Cole makes a comment of she's a Boken Jedi, right? Meaning a Jedi that was trained after the Order, right? Uh, somebody that trains with wooden swords instead of, you know, the, the normal Jedi Order training stuff. And, you know, Shen Hati is like, uh, you know, oh, oh, like me? And he's like, no, you're something different, right? But they still identify as Jedi. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, you know, Balin Skull, you know, says as soon as he, the, the first scene is he's, you know, I, I'm a Jedi, right? That's what he says to the New Republic ship before they break yeah. out, uh, Elsbeth. Yeah. Yeah, and then so, not, not in addition to, you know, uh, Dark Jedi, we also have some, you know, former Inquisitors that get involved, and we get to see some really good fight scenes between... Yeah. Uh, Merrick, who is a former Inquisitor. Um, everybody's basically some sort of a mercenary who's working for Elsbeth, who's trying to find the map to, to get to Thrawn. It's, you know... Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, everybody can be bought, and Elsbeth is the million-dollar man. Let's just let's just be Yeah, honest. yeah. Like, let's not let's not worry about how she gets her money, but, you know, apparently right. she's very wealthy. Um, and there's, you know, there's elements of espionage and stuff, and, you know, there's something, you know, like, there's a lot of... Um, Going into New Republic politics, um, which wasn't all that exciting, but you know, it's it's also part of like Lucas's thing, you know, not right. necessarily with the original trilogy, but I mean, you know, the fucking Phantom Menace was like a episode of C-SPAN. You yeah, know the prequels I mean? like, were very like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, like there's there's definitely elements. I think you know, I, I think in the land of Star Wars, there's like two serials. Um, that that are really followed. It's like the Western motif, and then there's also the samurai motif, which you know Luke has borrowed from heavily. And I think what's nice about Ahsoka is it really lends from where the Mando Mandalorian really pulled a lot of those Western motifs. Western in. stuff, yeah. This pulls in more of the samurai uh, aesthetic and feel, uh, as far as like you know, even you know, training with the Boken, even. Going through, you know, the Huens uh, holding up those, you know, those laser things that Sabine's practicing on, and those look like bamboo mats that she's right, cutting, right? right. And Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's gray robes, right? You know, they look very samurai esque. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of nice, uh, you know, Kurosawa feel type stuff thrown in yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, anyways, Balin's call. They get uh, Elsbeth, right? It's Ahsoka and um, Sabine, right? And Huen going to stop them from opening the magic gate. Um, there's this There's this espionage piece where Elsbeth had this, um, you know, this former plant that built uh, fucking Star Destroyers and shit, yeah, right. right? And, the, you know... Everybody that works there is basically former Empire, but you know the the New Republic's like, well, everybody used to be in the Empire, you right, know I mean? right, 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 and and she's basically building secret super rockets there. I don't fucking know, right? You know what I mean? But Hera figures it out, and then Ahsoka goes with Hera in the Ghost, which is cool that the the Ghost from Rebels oh, yeah. is in there. Yeah, I mean that's pretty awesome. Well, that uh, I mean, this happens in. Um, I got to think about this. Was this, uh It's like episode one or two. It's it's well, early no, no, on in the series. Just that, just that old, you know, old imperial uh, people being shady. I think that was in that was in Mandalorian too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's yeah, like for a sure. lot where they were in a place where they they busted a whole bunch of uh, the Christopher uh, Wright or, or uh, Christopher whatever uh, character. Yeah, uh, no, know, it was Doc. the episode. Yeah, it was the episode with um with what's her face Lizzo. And... No, no, not Jack that Black. One. Oh. No, it wasn't that episode. It was the it was the other one that didn't have the Mandalorian in it. Remember, it had that doctor on Coruscant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole episode. Yeah, yeah. And the mixed Again, martial arts a, lady or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. And they had uh, they had all of the um, the like reprogram reprogramming the the, Imperial people, the yeah. former imperials yeah right so you there's a I mean? lot of there's a lot of that like you you can see the crossover is coming you know what i mean yeah. and then in uh in um i think it was um oh god what is it not the rogue one but what was the other what was that show god damn andor Andor, yeah. in Andor, you you see them discussing. You see like the Imperials discussing um, Thrawn, and you know, oh, we need we need resources for this, and you know, to, for Thrawn. Oh, I don't know if you're really doing that or not. So like, you can see that. No, that these... was that was that was in the Mandalorian. Was that a Mando? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That was the Shadow Council. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. But still, Cause, cause, but still yeah, you see this it, is coming. Yeah, right. No, for sure. Yeah. So Ahsoka and and, and Thrawn and all of that will be tied into the Mandoverse. Um right. Andor is happening during the time of the Empire. So Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm and, off and on we, that. And then Cassian Cassian dies in, in Rogue, uh, Rogue One, right. One. So yeah. there, there'll be no tie in there. Yeah. Um yeah. but would be sweet, would be sweet if there was, right? But uh uh but there won't be. Um but yeah, so but that happens in in Mando, and this will be a huge. This is all leading to a trilogy film set, uh, which should be heir to the Empire. Oh boy! All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. And so, uh, you know you gotta you gotta trust Filoni because um, even oh though there boy. was even though there were some shortcomings, I really only think the 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 shortcomings that. The only parts of the of the Ahsoka series that I had like, oh, this isn't the greatest, right? Is really the interactions between Ahsoka and Sabine, right? right. Um, they they needed to have sort of a a, a better um, feeling of this, like sort of like this this master that's let down by this apprentice. But also this apprentice that's let down by this master who, yeah, I mean, they they both feel jaded and slighted by the other. And yeah. you get that they're angry, but you don't really get why. You know, I mean, you know, if you, you can piece it together and kind of build up your own story, but a little bit of a clarity there, right? Yeah. Ahsoka didn't probably dedicate the time she needed to to teaching Sabine correctly because, yeah. you know, she's d still dealing with, you know, her master's freaking Darth Vader. Yeah, I mean, what if she yeah, trains I mean, I, the next Darth Vader or whatever? I, expect, I mean, that's an assumption, you know, but I, I hope, right, that there is an appropriate redemption arc in the second season, right? Because yeah, yeah, the way yeah, the way I this agree. season the way this first season ends, I'm just like incredibly annoyed. At I mean, honestly, Sabine had almost zero impact to the actual moving of the story in the first what? episode. I, 
Like, I mean, she's she she uh, she take she takes the map. It gets stolen from her after being told not to do it. Uh, during the yeah, fight, the, during the right. fight on the island, she like gives up. Like she allows them to. T- she has the map, and instead of destroying the map, right after right, Ahsoka right. gets knocked off the cliff, instead of destroying the map and not letting anyone bring back Thrawn, she selfishly yeah, makes yeah, a no, deal no, for sure. Right. You know. So, but the 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 reason why I say that she doesn't have any effect on it, right, is so if at the end of the first episode, if Shen had run her through with the lightsaber, and that was the end for Sabine, right? Okay, they still have the map, right? On the island, Ahsoka goes, fights Balin, gets defeated, right? They still complete their journey. You don't have to have the the inner conflict of Sabine, you know, being like, I'm going to help my friend. And Balin, you know, it, it, there's some nice character development for Balin there, but it's not it's not necessarily required. But on the other hand, all the interaction between Sabine, Balin, right, Sabine, Ezra, that wasn't bad. You know, that was that was pretty decent. It's it's really it's the Sabine ahsoka part uh that is not the greatest right and i forget who the the name of the actor is that paid played ezra but fucking ezra was top-notch awesome uh yeah i agree with that yeah i'm fine with that uh amon yeah. uh espondi yeah uh, yeah yeah Aladdin. totally fun he, yeah oh really yeah I think that's so. cool yeah yeah i just uh, I, I i just found that you know and there's once again she there is all of these fuck ups and at the end of the season they basically trade uh ahsoka and sabine wren for thrawn and ezra right thrawn and ezra go free they go all the way back to the republic universe ezra ezra ends up you know you know seeing um uh hera at the end and so we don't you don't get any story from them. You don't get any st- conclusion there about how he got there yet. Like that all happens, you know, outside of the episode. But then at the end, there's Ahsoka and uh, Sabine Wren just stranded in this, you know, distant galaxy. Just all right. We're just going to do stuff now because the ship is wrecked. Nobody knows where the space whales are. And. You yeah. know, and so the there's space, no. Yeah, the space whales are are dead, right? I mean, there's. Oh, you there's think a lot... they are? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, there, there 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 could be. So, but there's also still important stuff going on in that galaxy, right? Uh, you know, it ends with you know, um, Sabine and Ahsoka, you know, living with the turtle people or whatever those guys are, right? Right. But it also ends with Balin Skull, right? walking across this mountain range and there's a statue of the father, the son, and then the shattered had had shattered statue of the daughter. Right. Which that's, that's Mortis, which is the birthplace of the force. Right. Right. Those three are the, yeah. Like the, the father was the balance between the son, which was the dark side and the daughter, which is the light. Yeah. He, he basically, he basically like forgives, you know, he like releases Shinhadi as like his apprentice yes. and you know she goes and does her thing and then um he is like i'm going i'm going to stake this is where i'm going to create my legacy right which you know yeah. it, which insinuates that he knew more about where they were going 
than yeah, right, right. He she wasn't was letting really, on. He didn't care about Thrawn. He didn't care about the right. Empire. He cared about getting to where he was. Right. Right. And that that was his motivation and his goal. Right? Yeah. For what purpose, we don't know. And then as far as space whales are getting back, I really think they're going to do a world uh, world between worlds things uh, because Ahsoka sees um, the owl, right? In the last episode, she sees that white owl thing. Right. Uh, that thing's important because that's the avatar of the daughter, right? Which is the avatar of light, which if you remember, she gave her life in Clone Wars to save Ahsoka. Right. So the daughter dies and then Ahsoka is alive because of like her force energy. Yeah. So there's a tie in there. Um, The world between worlds stuff, all the flashback scenes, right, of like the Clone Wars with like that young actress playing Ahsoka and then the de-aged Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen (laughs) rocked it. Yeah, I mean, like all those Darth Vader stuff and, and Anakin stuff. That was great. Um the show itself, there, you know, the the interaction between Sabine and Ahsoka, um, the chemistry is is that of of cardboard, right? It's it's very stiff. It's very. It, uh, it can be very aggravating, right? So I, I could totally understand that. The the great stuff is uh, the Ahsoka Anakin stuff is fantastic. The world between worlds stuff is fantastic. The Clone Wars stuff uh, is unbelievably good, including the Siege of Mandalore. Balin Skull and the existence of Dark Jedi is huge, right? Because right. those are Dark Jedi that are not part of the Sith ethos, right? The Sith are a completely different sect, and they aren't part of it. So now you have Force users that are not necessarily good, but not necessarily Sith either, which is—it opens up a whole different world of things. Yeah, yeah, I, I just the, the 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 problem is is that I have to wait now for another season to get any kind of redemption arc. Yeah, for Sabine. Yeah, for yeah, Sabine, for sure. and 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 also like there is going to be a to a degree a redemption arc for Ahsoka. Yeah, like, yeah, or maybe a leveling up. I don't know. I know. I, I don't I know how you. Gonna, I think there's going to be a leveling up, right? There yeah. was a very like Lord of the Rings aspect where like she of stopped course. wearing gray robes and was wearing white robes, right? Yeah. And there, there's a they, and it, there could be where Ahsoka, because you know, because after whatever these events are, we do not see Ahsoka or hear about Ahsoka at all in the sequel trilogies, right? For right. better or worse, right, the fucking J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, right, uh, there, there's, even in the new Jedi Temple, there's no no mention of Ahsoka, which she's a very important figure, probably would have wound up somewhere in that, right? So there's a possibility that, you know, she, along with Balin Skull, becomes like, you know, the the new daughter and son, the Mortis gods, the gods of the Force, right? And so, and again, all speculation, uh, but there could there's such cool stuff that they could do with that aspect of the mythos. Yeah, you're you're making a bet that Filoni will come through in the next series. Yeah, um, in Filoni, we trust, man. You know, it's, I um, hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still thought the series overall, besides you know, besides the dichotomy between Ahsoka and Sabine, was overall really good. Uh, the Night Sisters, uh, yeah, there there are some annoying things. Uh, yeah, but it's but it's Thrall, great to see Thrall coming back, rebuilding. You know, like 
rebuilding his stormtroopers, which are all basically reanimated corpses by the, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's so much cool stuff in there um, that, you know, it, it, to me, it out, outweighed those, uh, those, those moments where Sabine wasn't, you know, necessarily my favorite character. I was really focused on Ahsoka, um, yeah. Balin Skull and Ezra. Uh, and, yeah, and I, Ezra, Ezra was great too, you know? I thought I was going to see, like, I thought you would be, so when, like, Ahsoka levels up, right, when she goes from, you know, being the gray, you know, Ahsoka the gray, let's call her, in mm. The Mandalorian, to in her own show now, she's wearing the white, all her white robes and stuff. You expect that there's going to be some sort of a leveling up there. But, you know, sometimes it seems like she really struggled with some of the, like, like fighting the Inquisitor. She kind of, like, struggles a little bit. She, fighting Balin, for sure. She really, like, yeah. does not well, seem to get the se- best of him. Se- her second fight with Balin was a lot more equally paced than her first fight with Balin, right? I also think that that Inquisitor, which we got no backstory on, I'd, right. lo- I'd like to know more about him because he was definitely a very powerful Inquisitor. Right. And um, his name was Merrick, right? Yeah. Which is also the the name of the character in um, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. So it would be um, ah. it's spelled differently, but it would be amazing if that was the same character, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I doubt it is. But still, a nice little nod there. Uh, but that Inquisitor was definitely more powerful than you know, say like any of the Inquisitors that we saw in Rebels, uh, or even you know some of the Obi Wan stuff. But they are nerfing those characters too. Like when we saw. When we when when they had the Kenobi series, right? Like Darth Vader when he fought whatever that whatever sister that was, right? He he absolutely destroyed her, right? Right. But Obi Wan when he was fighting, uh, even though his powers hadn't returned completely or whatever, right? He was struggling, uh, with them. He shouldn't have. Just who that character is, who Obi Wan Kenobi is, right? Like. He's a Jedi Grandmaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. In 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 Rebels, like Ahsoka didn't have much problems with the Inquisitors, right? Yeah. Um Kanan did, right? But Kanan didn't get a chance to complete his training. You know? Yeah. Uh not you know, neither did Ahsoka, but I think Ahsoka was further along than Kanan, right? And and then by the end, Kanan does does defeat the Grand Inquisitor and all this other stuff. So um yeah. yeah. So who knows, right? But uh, there, like I said, there were a lot of really strong things in this series that I liked, uh, and there were a few that I did not. That's fair. I mean, and I'm the same way, right? Like, there are good things that I liked, and there are also things that I didn't like. Um, but if, you know, everything works out the way that it should, um, you know, I, I should get all the redemption arcs that I need in the second season to, you know, come good you know, about how I feel about the first one, you know? Right. So See, the things that bothered me was like, how did she get to the world between worlds? She just fell off a cliff and landed in the world. But like, how does that happen? Yeah. I mean, right. so like some explanation there and like, it, it probably has to do with the owl, you know, but like, you know, those kind of things were like, uh, you know, like I, where I really enjoyed rebels, right? Like I was like, this doesn't line up with how they did it in Rebels. But, like, those were the things that most annoyed me. But I'm still going to say I was, like, six and a half to seven on the show because it was really strong. And the, yeah, and man, the places I, that it was strong. I look at it as a six out of ten. I'm, you know, I, I 
I, I wanted it to be more, but you know, I just it's just not there yet. But there's really so much interesting stuff there. I mean, I don't I know. See, you know, Mortis in in real life is is enough for me. And Dark Jedi, yeah. yeah so I mean, there's a solid seven. It was the most streamed. It was the most streamed show across a number of weeks where the episodes were coming out. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. it was obviously getting like a lot of looks. Um, you know, it gets pretty, 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 pretty positive reviews overall. Now, obviously, like, yeah, there like is a lot of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, online review nerds who are very hateful of anything that has a female character. <sighs> yeah, yeah, right. There's a, and then and there's two strong female characters in here, right? So goddamn. Yeah, so that so they probably horrible. peed their pants. They're probably so right. mad. But you know, how's how's she gonna do a lightsaber? She got a vagina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially that guy, especially that guy from, for the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, I you know, I, they they can do they can do more and, you know, I'm I'm excited to like see where it goes, but yeah, um yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think it's building to something that's either going to be really, really good or it's going to be a really, really big letdown. Uh, but you know, I'm going to try. I'm going to hope that it's really, really good. That's yeah. That's that's where I'm at with it. You know. Right. Right. So that's fair, and you know, we give them a chance, and then, you know, hopefully, now that there's a Thrawn, there'll be like an overarching story where I don't know, the Mandalorian is in uh heir to the heir of the empire. I don't know what I, he, yeah, yeah, um, no, he should, he, it definitely should be right. Like this, this should all over arc together. Right. Cause you're, yeah, you're yeah, gonna, yeah. You got, you're going to get some, uh, you're going to get some Grogu stuff going on and there's going to be Mandos and, and dark sabers. And, and I'm assuming like the Mandalorians are going to have to unite with the, the new uh, Jedi order to fight the grand Admiral Thrawn. And yeah. Then, yeah. But I don't know. Well, I know, you know, because, well, you know, now you know what happens in the sequels. So you have to take account in for that, too. Right. Unless they're going to retcon all the sequel stuff. Oof. Oof. Well, anyways, that's all the time we have. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for doing all the things that you do when you do the things you need to put in pops. And uh Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Patrick came to the Red Wings. Did you see that, bud? I did. It's it doesn't matter. I think Kaner, I think Kaner's over. Uh, I think he's got a couple of good seasons left in him. He's he's you know he's the last. There's a there's a, a you know a bunch of guys at his age that are like they're just running out of gas. It's just you know. I think he's. I think I think he'll be impactful there. Him and Debrinket, you know, Larkin. That's gonna be a good line. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Peace, everyone. All right. Deuces, y'all.